Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Pro Wrestling Tees Summer Sale is here. Shop all the classic going in raw styles and get a deadly 20% off purchase using the promo code SUMMERTIME. Sale goes till August 6th. Shop now or rest in peace. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And on today's Going In Raw News Brief, we're going to talk about WWE's Boardwalk-inspired SummerSlam and some insider info being fed about Triple H's retirement plans. But first... Did Raw Underground inspire a ratings boon for WWE? Larson, what's in the news? So the, the, the WWE made a bunch of announcements in advance of Raw. New faction, Shane McMahon coming back. Uh, you would think all an attempt to get them ratings up because they've been down for a while. Ratings yeah. are in, and they are up slightly. 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 They avoided, Slightly. They avoided a, rec- a new record low, which I think yes. is what they, you know wanted to at least do that they want to keep the boat from sinking so not i guess by that metric success so raw averaged 1.714 million viewers over the course of its three hours up about a hundred thousand from last week uh the hourly numbers are as follows 8 p.m uh, about 1.7 million 9 p.m 1.8 interesting they went up for the second hour mm-hmm. and then uh not so surprisingly for the third hour uh, which was really uh was raw underground heavy 1.6 million. Mm-hmm. So the drop from second to third hour this week, fairly uh, on par with what happened last week, about 200,000 viewers. So the question, I guess, is were these announcements in advance of Raw, uh, the new faction, which was barely seen and uh, really didn't uh, have much impact on the show, and Raw Underground, um, which uh, was, was seemingly a pretty decent departure from Raw as usual, uh, how much of this do you think influenced the ratings? I think whether you like it or not, Shane McMahon, if he's been gone for a while, upon his return, people will tune in for that, uh, regardless of what it is. I mean, I don't know how much. I I don't know how much while a show is happening. I don't know. There, you know, I'm sure. I'm sure that uh, for this week, uh, Shane McMahon popped a hundred thousand more people to to tune in. Um, I mean, on average, that's what it was versus last week. Um, so I'm sure that was the case. 
you know, whether or not word got around with this new concept uh, throughout Twitter and social media to do that. I don't know. Uh, people being interested in that, maybe just the name alone. Shane McMahon was enough to bring in people to see what was going on. Um, the fact that he said, hey, tune in at uh, at uh, 10 p.m., uh, which was the start of the third hour, and then the third hour experienced a huge drop. Uh, I, I mean, that I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. Um, you know, Dave Meltzer said something in last week's uh, newsletter that I thought was interesting, and that was uh, if you look at wrestling segments versus non-wrestling segments, wrestling segments just do better. And there was mm-hmm. hardly any wrestling there was one match that had a satisfying conclusion that went more than three minutes, and that was Apollo Crews versus MVP. That was the very first match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew McIntyre opened up uh, the 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 second hour, which saw um, a jump. Um, so maybe maybe look at that. I don't know. Maybe put Drew McIntyre in the in Raw Underground. Maybe. <laughs> um, well, that'd be great. I mean, I guess the quarter hours would be telling in terms of. Uh, what kind of influence Raw Underground really had in the ratings? Yeah. The fact that they yeah. opened, you know, Shane teased, uh, you know, tune at 10 p.m. Eastern to go underground on Raw Underground, and that's when they saw the huge drop. But then again, huge drop is par for course for Raw. But you'd hope something like that with Shane, something that's different, uh, might entice some people to stick around. So, yeah, you know, if if you if you see an overall increase of roughly about 100,000 across the board per hour. I mean, like, the the, 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 the third hour was up about 150,000 over previous weeks. I wonder or last if, week, sorry. I wonder if the way they executed, and this is getting into the minutiae, I wonder if the way they executed the tease itself was folly, because basically in that one tease, you saw everything it was. I know. There's no build to it. You just dropped you right in there. And then I wonder, too, if they had opened up with with the... Uh, a name mm-hmm. in the ring to mm-hmm. begin. Mm-hmm. Like if Dolph was in there the first bit, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. to open things up yeah. or, or someone established, uh, even Eric uh, from Viking Raiders mm-hmm. uh, to, to let people know, oh, okay, people I'm familiar with are going to be in this this fight pit yeah. that Shane's got going. Oh, yeah. maybe I should tune in. And just they didn't they didn't do it that way. There was there was no immediate hook other than just, hey, here's something different. It looks like Bloodsport or Fight Club. That stick around, yeah. So just speaking for me personally, and I know you kind of mentioned this also last night, and anecdotally as well, the people that did eventually like Raw Underground, when they first showed it, it was like, oh, God, this is kind of cringy. And then as they revealed more of it throughout the night, and especially in the end when uh, the Hurt Business showed up, I was like, okay, wow, I actually see the potential here. This is kind of cool. Well, not everybody's like us, where we are basically, because of what we do, because of our job, we have to watch. We can't tune out. Um mm-hmm. And so, but, you know, to the casual viewer, if they're like, oh, I wonder what this new thing is, they tune in. Oh, God, I'm not mm-hmm. going to. I mean, anecdotally, also on my Twitter timeline, there were people who were like, uh, no, I'm tuning out of this. Like, literally, people are saying, I'm turning this off. Now, that's a small sample size of our audience, which is a specific yeah. thing. But yeah. I do kind of wonder if that tease alone was enough to get people to be like, not into that. Yeah, maybe. Um, where if they had given it more of a shot, uh, you know, maybe they would have been into it like you and I were. I don't know. Um, if they had simply said, if they had simply kept on going back to that uh, that hallway uh, where Shane McMahon was set to make his big splash, his big announcement at the top of the third hour, maybe they would have roped more people in for that. Maybe. I kind of w- wonder, too, that if Shane had opened the show and did some sort of promo, whether backstage, 
not unveiling what it is yet, mm -hmm, just to mm -hmm. set things up. Mm -hmm. Shane, why are you here? What's yeah. the purpose of this? Yeah. Um, how is this going to affect storylines going on? Um, is this something you, you're, you're trying to do within the overall uh, umbrella of WB? Is this something you're, you have on the side because you're tired of the product being out of touch, mm -hmm. uh, being kind of stuck in the past? Without that information, without knowing how this is going to fit into the overall fabric of Raw, it's like, okay, superficially, maybe I can get into it. The Hurt Business stuff at the end was cool. But I'm really not given a reason to care because I don't know why it's there. And I don't know what purpose it has in sticking around. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I don't know how much the buzz of Raw Underground, I mean, was very divisive to my knowledge last night, mm -hmm. how much that will affect next Monday if people will be like, okay, I want to see how this is going to play out. Um, I did notice this. So Fightful Select, y'all should go out and subscribe. They're terrific. Yes. Um, had some backstage notes about this. And the thing that stood out to me was uh, 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 they said, in an update on this, we're told filming on Raw for next week continued until about 1 a.m. Eastern, but many seemed happier with how things went as the filming progressed. So um, there's also a small note here. WWE's social media team also jumped the gun on tonight's faction news after word of the new team leaked on Pro Wrestling Sheet. So it seems like Pro Wrestling Sheet got the jump on that faction stuff, and then WWE Social trying to get ahead of it was like, okay, by the way, there's a new faction debuting, when in fact they're not actually going to debut until next week. That could be another thing that they use to try to pop ratings for next week. Again, the idea is you need to you need to debut something. You need to pop ratings with something that's going to keep people going around because week to week you can't just try to keep on popping with a new great idea. Yeah. Um, that faction has to have some staying power. Um, and Raw Underground would need to have some staying power as well if you want to build your yeah, ratings. If there's genuine interest and people are willing to give it a try, give it a chance. I mean, dude, maybe at this point, if they're going on, like, let's say, if they're trying to think of on a month-by-month -month basis how to do this, well, next week we've got the new faction. The week after that is from when I... Uh, when is SummerSlam? It's the... Uh, 23rd. Okay, so the week after that is the go the home, go I home, think, right? Yeah. So I mean, that should carry some weight going into SummerSlam. Although these days go homes don't really see much they don't of a really bump. Move the deal, but just by being a go home, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the week after that will be the, the the Monday after SummerSlam. Yeah, so, the Monday before payback, and, and the Monday before payback. So maybe I mean maybe they're like, hey, we know that we're okay for the rest of the month. Let's do the faction next week, and then we should be smooth sailing until early September, and then who knows? Yeah. So well, uh, part of it too, if they're still holding out hope that in sometime in September they can at least have shows in front of small audiences. Well, this is one thing to consider because we're going to talk about this uh, right now. Great segue. Yeah. So, uh, SummerSlam. Speaking of SummerSlam, uh, following news yesterday via WrestleVotes that WWE may have found a location for SummerSlam in the Northeast. Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer himself, is reporting that, quote, WWE is considering holding this month's SummerSlam in Atlantic City, New Jersey, despite the show being less than three weeks away. Meltzer said that Vince McMahon wants to be out of Florida to give a different look for one of the year's biggest shows. Uh, Meltzer also noted that New Jersey's mandates now are that if shows are indoors, attendance would be limited to a maximum of 25 people. But if it's outdoors, it could be 500 people, but only if social distancing was observed. Now, of course, GCW recently held their homecoming show on the Atlantic City Pier. Uh, could WWE be plotting something similar? Totally. Uh, yeah, totally. absolutely. Totally. I, I would, I, yeah, uh, if you're going to have an Atlantic City, 
uh, and it's your SummerSlam pay-per-view, you want it beach-themed, have it on the beach or have it on the pier. Uh, it makes all the sense. Um, the the GCW crowd was, was, you know, relatively small, seemingly less than 500 people. Um, but that boardwalk area they had to show at didn't seem like it accommodate many more people than what were there. So depending on what stretch of boardwalk they might be considering or if they're going to do it on the beach, um, uh, you know, it, it, that would depend on whether they're going to have people there, how many people there, so on and so forth. But, you know, if this pans out, it seems like Vince kind of gets what he wants. Yeah. I mean, look, if you can have 500 people scattered across that, I mean, we saw that, you know, GCW were trying their best to adhere to social distancing, mm-hmm. to, you know, face masks, to uh, hand sanitizer, stuff like that. If WWE, you know, takes the extra step in doing that, this could look dynamic. It could look energetic. Um, it could bring something unique to the proceedings. The weather right now in Atlantic City looking pretty nice, man. It's 75 degrees, uh, a high of 81 around uh, 6 p.m. So uh, well, that if seems that, really pleasant, it does. If that weather holds, hell, yeah. even if it starts raining, that'll look kind of cool. Uh, Maybe, although if there's a hurricane, you know, because uh, it's hurricane season. Right, did you get some word that is Shane Helms going to show up at uh, SummerSlam, Lars? No, no, not the wrestler hurricane, like an actual hurricane. Oh, oh, all right. That one that's uh, made landfall in North Carolina uh, recently. So, what are the odds then that uh, they, assuming the weather conditions uh, were were right, they just keep on holding the show there at, uh, every week, uh, Atlantic City Live, man? Well, they could do that for a little bit. Uh, come winter, they they won't be able to. I would suspect, <laughs> right? But you never know. Um, yeah. Maybe they could find other uh, locales uh, up and down the uh, East Coast of the United States that have uh, beachfront property, um, especially after hurricane season, when mm-hmm. perhaps, you know, uh, as the weather gets colder, start working their way further south and, and hope so they can put on these outdoor uh, beachfront shows. What's the uh, what's the weather like in, uh, <laughs> in Sturgis? They didn't have a motorcycle rally. That's what they need to have, dude. Anyways, uh, you know who has ridden on a motorcycle at That's Triple uh, H, man, WrestleMania yeah, entrance before? Yeah. Triple yeah, H, yeah, those giant renders of himself with the sledgehammer. Remember that? That's the year we were there. Yeah, it was rad. So uh, it seems like Ryback uh, is apparently the most well-connected forward WWE talent around because he seemingly has all sorts of inside info that he drops on his podcast on a regular basis. Um, he has his ear to the ground or something. He knows everybody. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, anyways. The big guy uh, dropped this potential bombshell on his most recent episode, transcripts, courtesy of Russell Talk. This we had to say, quote, Hunter from the inf- Triple H. Hunter from the information I've been told doesn't want to stick around past 65. And you know, it's going to be who gets the company after Vince goes. That's the quote. So Triple H turned 65 in 2034. That's 14 years from now. And while, you know, he's, he's presumed, hope to be, the heir apparent for the WWE empire. As far as I know, there's never been a sort of formal public uh, announcement to that regard. We got like a succession situation where uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Triple H is the Kendall, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, who knows what's going on inside the family in terms of setting up a plan uh, to, for whomever's going to take over after Vince uh, probably passes away because I don't think he's ever going to quit. There's actually a pretty, yeah, you got Vince as Kendall, you got uh, Shiv as Stephanie, and a Roman is a uh, Shane. Uh, Shane. Yeah, yeah, that actually makes yeah. some sense. There's yeah. parallels there. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if 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 what Ryback says has any credence, which that's a separate conversation. Um, 
could you actually see Triple H stepping away from no. WWE as he enters retirement age, just to 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 sit in his his probably giant house? And just... I have zero insider info. I'm not well connected. I know you. That's pretty much it. He's not stepping away at 65. The man is in terrific shape. He's going to feel virtually the same at 65 as he does today at 51, thanks to advancements in medicine, science, technology, and just the fact that he keeps himself in, in really good shape. He knows his body. He What is he going to do, write a book? He could do that in the meantime. I'll say this. Um, I feel like there's been times when Ryback's had some news, but I feel like he only has like half the information. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it's necessarily a fault of his own. He probably hears things through the, through the grapevine and passes it on without the full story. Now, yeah. I'll, I'm not saying this is the case. I'll just throw this out there. Yeah. Now, what the situation is, Triple H, he's like, he's assuming the company is his at a certain point. Like, he's going to take control of it. He and Stephanie will take control. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, he's like, I can't sit around and wait forever for this old man. So I'm going to give him until 65. And if uh, that doesn't happen, then I'm going to do something else. I don't think that's the case. But if we're going to lend any credence to what Ryback is saying, that's the best I can come up with. That Triple H's like, I, you know, I, I, I can only sit around so long and, and, and watch Vince, you know, uh, 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 book himself in the corners, be indecisive. And they get really upset when he's indecisive because nothing's happening. Uh, at a certain point, uh, maybe I just got to step away. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I mean, obviously Triple H is a very ambitious guy. Like he lives, mm-hmm. breathes, and eats wrestling. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess so. I mean, the bigger question then is, and yeah, we we could be relatively flip about this and say that Vince ain't going anywhere until he dies. But ninety years old, I think he's still going to be actively running the company at ninety years old. I don't know I don't if that's know, possible. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah. If if anybody could do it, it's Vince. But. Dude, I don't know. Like, there's already, already at 74, he's like, you know, he doesn't show up at some tapings. He's you know, he's already in certain regards. Yeah. So, dude, I don't know, man. I, I, I would, I would hesitate to think. I think maybe you're right. I think maybe that, but at the same time, what is Triple H going to do? If he says, okay, well, you know, by 65, if I, if they haven't, if, if the, if the reins haven't been passed over to me, like, what else is he going to do? I'm sure the man, he might. He's, he seems like a creative guy. Maybe he's got all sorts of ideas mm-hmm. of stuff that he could do outside of, of WWE. But uh, but I don't know. Being this far deep into WWE, be really I'd be surprised. surprised. He Unless he I'd sees Vince as a bit of a cautionary tale. It's like, do I want to have my life be just this mm-hmm. for the, my, re- my my remaining days on this earth? Mm-hmm. You know, because apparently that's all Vince does. He wakes up. He works out. He works. He goes to the next city, sleeps four hours, repeat. That's yeah. all he does. There is, I mean, there is, dude, I, I don't disagree. I guess it depends on how much how much ownership he feels, this is cheesy, but spiritually with WWE, you know? It's like, I'll, I'll give you an example, man. I, I would find it very difficult at this point in my life, very difficult, to go and work for somebody else if I don't have, like, a real stake in it, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Like if, if, if for me to go work at, let's say, cause you know, I used to work for the Sacramento Kings for a cup of coffee mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to go there and be able to give it everything I have again would be really difficult. Unless because... you're made part of the ownership group is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which they should do. Um, 
because you and I have spent such a long time, even with Machinima building our own brand, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to it's hard to not have something that you own. If Triple H feels the same way about WWE, if he feels, hey, I've been here for 25 years, I've worked myself to this level, he has to feel some level of ownership. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it'd be difficult for him to step away from it at any point if, if that's the case. But I don't yeah. know. I'm not in the man's head. And yeah, exactly. like you said, it, it depends on how he feels about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Anyways, that's it for News Brief today. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.